0: If your restaurant has slow bathroom drains and grease blockages, call Superior Plumbing and Pipelining. Superior Plumbing and Pipelining's high-pressure sewer jetting and camera inspection of the drains will assure your peace of mind at your restaurant. Request a free estimate at superiorplumbingjacks.com.
1: This is Action Sports Jax on ESPN 690 and ESPN690.com. I can't speak for every team and say that they have a responsibility I can't, I can't say that you know uh, I just know that these three years removed uh, uh, we, teams probably need to see where he's at you know if those three years helped him or hurt him you know that's three years of not getting hit and you know and, and he was a pretty good quarterback uh, bouncing back from an injury you know before that so uh, you know, I, don't, I don't want to say the teams have a, have a responsibility to do that but uh, it would really be nice to see him back in the league
0: That is Anthony Lynn, L.A. Chargers head coach, uh, talking about Colin Kaepernick Mm -hmm. and uh, certainly has said in the last couple of days this week that uh, he will be on the workout list. Uh, And I I think a lot of teams are going to have him on the workout list. We had a conversation earlier this week. Who will get a workout first, uh, Cam uh, Cam Newton or Colin Kaepernick? And I think we kind of both said we thought Kaepernick might uh, win that race. Uh, to, to a workout for an NFL team. It doesn't mean a job, doesn't mean a starting job, all those things. Uh, but it certainly is interesting. And the Colin Kaepernick conversation, uh, will continue. And I think we're finding out coaches and teams and players and media is more open to having that discussion. Yeah. Uh, right now, which, uh, certainly isn't a bad thing, just like any other player, um, if they could help a football team. Uh, Brett Martin, Austin Lane, Kuz here on a Thursday. Action Sports Chats on ESPN. Six ninety, You know, Maurice Jones-Drew had this, uh, there was an article about him, I guess he was asked about his his top five players, like Fred Taylor and Justin Blackman on the list uh, that he played with. Yeah. So I said, hey, you know what? We're stealing that. Yep. Straight up just stealing it. Just absolutely stealing. Zuckerberg style. I I mean, I think Mojo would be okay with that. No, he's cool, man. He's a part of the show. Come on now.
2: We're all good. So I said, okay, Austin. Mm. Who you got? hmm. Well, once again, and and I can't stress this enough because, you know, me, Brent, I'm I'm a people pleaser. So I have to know the criteria of what you mean, please. I think he
0: my interpretation of what he was doing was just like best talents, best puts like okay. wow guys. I mean, Justin Blackman, the way he caught the ball and, and yeah. practices and in games and what he was able to do and sure. probably what is he was dealing with at the same time while he was able to do it. And Fred Taylor, of course, he, he learned from Fred. Um. So you know that I, I okay. put it in that context. I'm gonna put it funniest in two- guy. Sure. I don't think no, so. I'm not looking for that.
2: I'm gonna put it in two categories. So when you say guys that I played with, well, technically, like I didn't play with a lot of offensive guys, obviously, because they're on the other side of the ball, right? So played on the same field with would have been all my defensive brothers. That's so, fun. do you want defensive guys or do you just want most talented teammates that I think I played well, with?
0: Listen, I mean, you played
2: with Calvin Johnson. Yes. So, Spoiler like, alert, he's on my top five players if we're going by talent alone. Well, that's
0: why. I mean, okay, I think it should go by that because okay. even if you're mojo and you're on offense, you play against defensive guys and you have this, All like, right. whoa, that guy's unbelievable. If you're a defensive guy, you're like, whoa, that guy's unbelievable. Okay, awesome then. So, yep. It's uh, not like you had to cover Calvin Johnson. No. But you well, still knew hey, on hey, film God. and in practice, like, holy cow, I've never seen that before. Yeah.
2: So, but let's go. My top five players then that I thought were the most talented. And, and, you know, there's going to be a couple honorable mentions as well because I just couldn't stay off them. But um, number one, Calvin Johnson, hands down. (coughs) Former, uh, I'm sorry, uh, future Hall of Famer. And listen, Brent, I always tell this story. In terms of, of the NFL, I spent five years playing in it, okay? And very rarely... If you're on defense, do you ever come to the sidelines and you get up and watch the offense roll, right? Because usually you're sucking down oxygen. You have your position coaches chewing you out. You're trying to <laughs> go over the scheme a little more. Like, you don't really have time to get up and watch the offense work, all right? It's as simple as that. Now, every once in a while, you can take a sneak peek at the at the scoreboard, and you can do that. But you're not going to get up and actually like, well, I got to check this out. Two guys I had to do that with, okay? The first guy on my list, Calvin Johnson. Every single time that I came off the field in Detroit, you know, and it could have been a ten play series, it could have been a three play series, but I got my water, uh, I got my critique, I got my notes, we went over the game plan some more, and then I got up and I actually watched Calvin Johnson Brent because it was, it was that insane of just how talented and how much of a freak athlete that guy was. Keep in mind where I'm coming from too. I'm coming from Jacksonville, man. Okay? I'm coming from Jacksonville but we didn't really have that. Yeah. Okay, we we really yeah, no, I mean we had another guy we'll talk about in a little bit here, but we didn't have that receiver. Yes, we had Justin Blackman for a little bit, and it was it felt like just a blue moon. But yeah, we because didn't...
0: he would have been 12, right? Correct. Yeah. So we had Justin saw, Blackman yeah. for a
2: little bit. But listen, even surpassing Justin Blackman by far is Calvin Johnson. I don't think anybody man. would yeah. disagree with that. And, and it's really one of the only guys i ever played with, because I played, keep in mind, the Bears, the Chiefs, the Lions, and the Jaguars. He's literally the only guy where everybody on defense... Like, would watch watching, oh, oh, no, Calvin's up one-on-one. It's going to Calvin. Like, we, we all knew it was coming, man. And guess what? You knew it was coming, and the defense couldn't stop it. Yeah. So, like, it, it was awesome. Oh, and spoiler, too, one of the nicest guys you're ever going to meet. That's
0: cool. You know? I like that part.
2: And, and I've told this story before. When I first got to Detroit, he was the guy that was asking me, hey, where are you staying? Do you need a place to stay? Do you need cleats? I got you. It was just... It's insane that a guy that talented at that diva position of wide receiver was so cool, man. And I'll never forget that. So, Calvin Johnson, number one on my list. Number two, let's go back to Duval real quick. And the other guy that I always made a habit um, to watch. And it's another guy where I've said this quote about five or six times about this dude during my career here playing with him. Where I was just like, that's not human. That's not human. I remember I remember shouting like if you had me mic'd up, I kept on shouting, That's not even human. What is he doing? And Maurice Jones drew. Okay? Because once again, and, and I'm reminded of Tennessee for whatever reason, but there's a couple games where we played Tennessee where Maurice oh, the Jones drew shot Yeah, absolutely went off. And That was know, <laughs> an awesome game to watch. Yeah, absolutely. And It's weird because I knew who Maurice Jones-Drew was, obviously, coming into the Jaguars. I mean, everybody knew who he was. He was a fantasy stud, obviously, the block on Sean Merriman. Maurice Jones-Drew, he had a rapport already to him. And then I knew it was to the nth degree when Jack Del Rio goes in training camp, hey, you don't touch him. Okay? I'm <laughs> like, here I am going through 2 days and it's real 2 days We're doing goal-line drills. If Maurice Jones-Drew is in the game, you don't touch him. You I mean, don't look at him. You don't cough at him. You just let him go. I'm Paul like, Joe, I didn't
0: know you should have had a red jersey on in well, practice. Well,
2: no, no, to be fair, he earned that, <laughs> though, right? Because he, he'll be the first one to tell you his first couple years wasn't like that. But I'm talking about when he was established and everything, you didn't touch Maurice Jones-Drew. And you know what? I'll be honest with you. The first couple weeks, I was like, why? You know? Like... It's my instinct as a defensive lineman. It's my instinct with Joe Cullen chewing me out every single play where I have to lay the lumber on somebody. And here's Maurice Jones-Drew. I'm in my hole. He's coming at me, and I have to just let him run by me? How is that football? And you're trained that way for a quarterback, but not for a running not back. Not for running But Well, and I'll be honest, there's a couple – uh, like, uh Jamal Charles from uh, Kansas City, same way, and very talented guy in his own right. That's interesting. That's when you know
0: you've really made it and you're very important to the team.
2: Exactly. Where the coaches say, yeah, don't touch him. Exactly. But then all of a sudden you see the first game of the season, man, and you see that dude work, and you see that dude hit the holes and come out the hole somehow and run people over, you get it. And it's like, I'll, I'll never touch you again. I'm not going to shake your hand, dude. I don't want to break your hand or anything. Like It's you. So Maurice Jones, Drew, was the other guy that I can honestly say when I played with on offense where like, I'd have to watch him. That's you cool. Know? Um, yeah. I it, think Mojo
0: appreciate that being in that conversation. Calvin Johnson, Maurice yeah. Jones, Drew. Who else?
2: <laughs> well, Another guy, too, as I said, uh, running back was Jamal Charles, but he's an honorable mention. Because Jamal Charles was good in his own right, but didn't spend a lot of time with him. But he was a special player in his own right as well. So my third guy. This one was hard because I had to pick between two of them, defensive ends slash outside linebackers, and I'm going Justin Houston. Mm. Okay, Justin Houston, my time in Kansas City was short-lived, uh, but Justin Houston, I'll be honest with you, didn't really know a lot about him because in Kansas City, it's all about Tom Bali, who's another great pass rusher, obviously. But you talk about Justin Houston, who has almost 90 career sacks in 11 seasons. Justin Houston, man, my introduction to Justin Houston, didn't know who he was. The very first day we have our pads on, and then we're doing pass set, he gets one rep in, and the one rep was probably the greatest bull rush I've ever seen. And he puts the guy on his back. And coach goes, "Okay, you're done." And now, and now I had to take Justin. And keep in mind, I'm playing, I'm playing a three technique in a three four defense. Well, if Justin Houston's out of the the one on one drills. I have to take his spot now. So I'm doing double duty. I'm doing three technique rushes and I'm doing outside linebacker rushes because Justin Houston was done. I'm like, dude, that was one rush. Like, what are we talking about? Well, then team period comes around, man. And you see why they only got one rep. You see why they're trying to take care of him. Because this guy, Brent, I've played with a lot of strong cats in my lifetime. Okay? i I played with Steven Paya. Defensive tackle. Bench press. Set the combine bench press record at like 45 or something like that. Insane, dude. Absolutely insane. But I'm talking about football strength. Nobody even comes close to Justin Houston. Just throwing people out of the way. It is absolutely insane. And if you look at him, you understand why, because he's got biceps like Tyson. All calves. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> that legit. Um, and, and listen, and he's still got it. And I actually, I remember talking about him on the show a little bit when the Colts drafted him. You know, because there was some there was some debate. Oh, Justin Houston. He says up there in age, he's gone in like, his like his twelfth year now. Should the Colts have got him? And I remember I said this, and, and I still stick by this. In the NFL, when you're a vet like that, you're going into your 10th or even like your 6th, 7th year, the first thing to go is your speed, right? You always see it. Wide Absolutely. receivers lose their speed, yeah. You're running backs lose their step. Everyone loses a step. But the last thing to go, you know what your last thing to go is? Strength. The power. Exactly. Man strength. And Justin Houston has always relied on his power more than his speed. Now, he's still got speed, obviously. You have to have to get off to be a good pass rusher, but Justin Houston always had the power. So that's why he's still in the league. That's why in his 11th season, he had, I think, Ten sacks last year for the Colts.
0: Yeah. Okay. Pick them so, up in free agency, Justin uh, Houston.
2: By the way, I can relate. Uh, man strength
0: at forty three is, <laughs> is as high as it's ever been.
2: I'm glad to hear it, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Bernardo can relate. I love it, man. Absolutely. Especially so you, you have two more. So in the golf course. I got two more, man. Once again, hard call with this one, right? Because do I go Puz or do I go Daryl Smith? Mm. Because they're because I, because you can't have both. I'm not going to have both here because the last guy is the wild card, but I have to give him the props for it's to do. We'll get to him in a second. I think, you know, in terms of what he was able to do and just the, the leadership role that he took on, I have to go with Puzz. Now, <laughs> that's it's funny, interesting. Though. I'm
0: waiting for the, I'm like, oh, I what's know. he going to say? I know. I'd I'd have know you love I have to go with Puzz.
2: I respect them both. And you know what? If I had, I mean, honestly, it should be both of them. Um, I think Daryl Smith from the talent standpoint, Maybe even more talented than Puzz. But what's that Puzz over the edge for me? And keep in mind, I spent a lot more time with Daryl Smith than I did with Puzz. But Puzz, it was everything, man. Okay? It was it was the leadership on the field. Um, it was the tenacity. It was being a constant professional. And I've always told a story about Puzz. I was training at Gold's Gym down at the beach. And Puzz just had his pectoral surgery. I kid you not, a week after his pectoral surgery, he's in that Gold's gym bench pressing with one arm, and he's doing like 135 pounds with one arm because he has to. That's just the way it was. So Puz, to me, is number four. And uh, Daryl Smith, obviously, you're up there too, man. Last guy. Can you guess who it is? Uh,
0: no. Okay. Uh you going to go Detroit? Oh, uh, I, I'm going to guess. Uh, could
2: I guess Rasheen? <sighs> Rasheen's up there, but no. So I'll give you a button about this guy. This last guy, when I met him, I thought he wasn't going to be anything. And now he's on my top five. When I first got introduced to this guy, I, was, I said, there's no way this guy's going to do anything in the NFL. True story. I don't know. Okay. Travis Kelsey. Ah, Kelsey. Yeah. So tra- so, so, Travis Kelsey, Listen. It's funny because, obviously, we talked about the Super Bowl, you know, and I gave him the whole Applebee's card, and that was fantastic (laughs) and everything. But I'll never forget one of my very first introductions to Travis Kelsey. Keep in mind, I'm playing defense. He's on offense. only thing I knew about Travis Kelsey going into the season was that he was, I think, like a third-round draft pick, played quarterback at Cincinnati, now playing tight end. That's all I knew. Heard he's a pretty good athlete. Didn't know much about it. My introduction to Travis Kelsey was when the twos were in, and I was in on the twos, and I think he was in on the twos as well, because I think they had Anthony Fasano at the time um, as a starting end. Keep in mind, Travis Kelsey was a rookie my year. So we're going against the twos, and it's like the first, you know, like, live team period. Travis Kelsey catches a touchdown in the middle of the field and proceeds to punt the ball into the stands and, like... (laughs) All of a sudden, practice was just canceled. Like he literally, like his first touchdown of his career in practice, punts the ball, starts flexing everybody. He's like, "Woo, game over!" And like you know, like that. And I'm just like, dude, what are you doing? Like you're a rookie. Rookies don't do that, you know. So like I was, I was ticked because like Andy Reid's kind of chewed him out a little bit. Like the whole team's just like, why did you just punt the football into the stands? Grant, yeah, we had a lot of footballs, man. But you had to keep in mind where I'm coming from, man. It's a term of disrespect, all right? And I've gotten in fights for a lot less than putting a ball in the stance. So, like, immediately I was like, all right, Travis Kelsey, I have to fight you now, eventually. But it ended up being, man, he was uh, he was really cool. He was definitely the wild card of the group. And I'll be honest, man, like, his first year, you was still trying to figure it out. You know what I mean? I think he had a good, productive first year. and You could see the talent was there. But obviously, when the maturity started coming around, that's when he really started to shine. And now he's a team captain, man. So, like... It's just crazy going from the guy where his first reception punts the ball into the crowd and takes everybody off to now the guy who is a Super Bowl champion leading the team on the field and everything like that um – the journey of Travis Kelsey, man, and the maturity uh, of Travis Kelsey. uh, It's one of the greatest stories of football history, I think.
0: That's awesome. Uh, Austin Lane's top five teammates. Calvin Johnson, Maurice Jones, Drew, Justin Houston, Paul Pazlosny, and Travis Kelsey. That's a heck of a list. Awesome. Uh, Really good stuff. And I I don't know if I would have guessed those five for you. I probably could have got a couple, but I don't think I would have guessed all five of those. You know, we have a question out there today. What have you picked up in the pandemic? We said, hey, listen, I'm cooking steaks more than I've ever cooked before. (laughs) Not just steaks. I use the air fryer as well i'm walking like 10 miles a day uh you, you tried to plank for five minutes yeah tried to beat the uh uh five and a half miles in in under an hour correct uh you know so we don't did some about, hey, those
2: peanut butter cups Brent. don't forget about the peanut, peanut butter, butter cups, cups two and peanut
0: jelly. butter cups with jelly in between grape jelly in between
1: still I, suspicious about i, that I one. feel like this
0: next guest could put that to work in his line <laughs> of work we'll see what he can do uh, and this is the first time meeting uh ben Brainerd he 's a comedian from Orlando, mm-hmm. but when i we thought of this topic i I thought of him because well he 's really taken off during the pandemic because of a couple of skits that he's done having to do with states he's actually got a little duval and a little minchu mixed in there at times well even though he's from the orlando area let's welcome ben Brainerd into the show what's up man hey hey guys thanks for having me on absolutely uh what have you picked up during the pandemic is the topic (laughs) well like i said man you picked up a lot of followers on instagram on tiktok (laughs) it's been a pretty good few months for you yeah, um,
3: I like to tell people that I got lucky, which I think is, is fully the truth. I definitely worked hard to get there, but man, it, it, it's mostly just luck that I even got this far at
0: all. Ben Brander, with us. Are, are you you're an Orlando guy originally?
3: Um, I was actually raised in Daytona Beach, Florida until I was about 20, and then I moved to Orlando uh, for, four years ago.
0: Okay, and uh, obviously uh, doing some stand-up work and... Where did you come up with the idea about the states, and how were you surprised it took off the way it did, uh, with you pretending to be Florida, and Arkansas, and Wisconsin, and <laughs> Louisiana, Louisiana, Louisiana and all these places? Yeah. Yeah. Louisiana, yeah. the
3: Cajun accent. Yeah. Um, I'll start with the, the second question there. I was very surprised when it took off. I had uh, no expectation. I thought it would be good. I thought it would be funny. I thought people would like it, but... To get to the point editors, I have 800,000 followers, I think, across all platforms, which is insane, uh, just in the past, like, two and a half,
0: three months. Can you retweet our show right now, please?
2: <laughs> <laughs> Good call, Brent.
3: Yeah, I actually put the link out on uh, on Facebook, so you guys will probably get, like, a small bump.
2: There we go, the man. List. Appreciation, appreciation. So,
0: go ahead. So, well, car- carry on about the States, though. Like, where did it come from?
3: Well... I was actually in Atlanta or right outside of Atlanta. I was about an hour outside of Atlanta. I was on my way to a tour. I was going from Atlanta to Nashville to Kansas city, to Wichita, little rock Memphis, and back to Florida. And I was touring uh, stand-up comedy. Um, and I got on the way to Atlanta. I got an email saying that all of my shows for the next two weeks were canceled due to the virus. um, so I stopped at a parking lot in Georgia and I ate my feelings and I drove back to Florida <laughs> and I decided that I was going to put out a video every single day during quarantine just to keep, you know, my mind sharp and just to keep my my current fan base, you know, active and making sure that they know I'm still around. And if you go back far enough, you'll see videos that have nothing to do with the states or coronavirus. It was literally just anything that I thought of, and I I thought I could make it funny, I would just go. And one day I saw something along the lines of, like, that made me think, wow, Florida really doesn't care about the virus at all. And I looked around to see how other states were handling it. It was very obvious that Florida was like, this isn't real. So I immediately made the character of Florida where he just doesn't care about anything. All he wants is chaos. Um, and I, I it started from there, and that one video took off, and I was like, all right, this
0: is it. Ben Brainard with us uh, here at Action Sports Shacks on ESPN 690. Austin's got some questions for you, but before we so get into those questions, wish I could ask I, them. Uh, Kuz, <laughs> play a little bit of the bit, uh, what you have loaded up there, just so we can get a taste of, of what Ben does. Florida, can you call Louisiana?
3: Who that? Who that? <laughs> Who that say they're gonna beat them Saints? Tampa say they're gonna beat them Saints. You ever actually watch a bug game? Not sober, no. Days. How's your moment? Oh, Louie, you know. They're inside. Louisiana, where is your shirt? What kind of question they that? I felt like that was a pretty easy one, actually. Man, I ain't won one of them since LSU won the national title. Go, Tigers.
0: That Joe Burrow's something special, ain't he? I mean, he's no Gardner Minshew, but. <laughs> when you can work a little gardener in in there, that gets you here on Action Sports Shacks on ESPN six ninety. By the way, went from two thousand Instagram followers pre pandemic to seventy two thousand plus, and uh, I think like over six hundred thousand TikTok hits per episode. I Absolutely. told you, man, we need to be on TikTok. We got to get on TikTok. Well, that's,
2: that's your job because I'm on an Instagram. I yet, so that's You're not even job. cool enough
0: to be on the gram.
2: Easy, don't call it the gram though, right? Don't call it the gram. All right. So Ben, <laughs> what's up, man? So um, hey, listen, man, like. I'm a huge fan of what you do. Obviously, the first video that I was acquainted with was that video that we, we just shared and everything. And, and I'm also a huge fan now. Having been born in Chicago, chef's kiss goes mm-hmm. out to the Illinois, Joe's joins the table. Fantastic job. My first question to you is when you first made that video that kind of got you so famous, was there one state that you were contemplating but you knew it wasn't ready due to the accent or the style?
3: Um not really right now I'm kind of uh iffy on like Hawaii because I'm not sure if I should be allowed to do the the natural Hawaiian accent <laughs> considering it's not just a, a straight white dude that's doing it um but the Louisiana one I actually practiced that Cajun accent uh for probably like 10 hours before I felt comfortable doing it on camera and all I did was watch coach Ed Orgeron videos over and over and over again until so I was like, "Yeah, I got it."
0: <laughs> That's great, man. and by the way, good job. <laughs> That's where you go if you want to. If you want to learn
2: Louisiana, yeah, go to NEO. Yeah. Ben. So you know, you're a you're a self appointed. You know, we call you a. F- Florida man, right? And you spent a lot of time in the great state of Florida. We always hear the term Florida man. You know, all these Florida guys do these crazy things. They get on the national news and it's insane. My question to you is you've traveled around Florida. I'm sure you've done shows in Florida. You spent some time in Daytona. Where is Florida man? I'm talking about, you know, the the typical Florida man. Where would he be from in the state of Florida? Because I say Daytona Beach. Oh, I
3: mean, that's a really good question. My first thought, of course, is Daytona Beach because it's insane. But <laughs> I think Polk County. Polk-, Polk
2: County? Why?
3: Polk County, because Polk County is, uh, well, I believe in 2011, it was the F- it was on the FBI's list as uh, the most messed. Per capita in America.
2: Okay, off to a good start.
3: Uh, <laughs> to, yeah, all there really is in Polk County is, is meth and orange groves and Sheriff Grady Judd.
2: <laughs> Sold. There's a couple of good golf courses. <laughs> Florida, man. I mean, do, do you, think you think they have a couple? sign when you go and they have golf courses? A couple hey, of good golf it's courses. Florida, but everyone's got <laughs> golf courses. Come on,
0: man. Uh, ben Brainard with us here at Action Sports Chats on ESPN 690. He's a, a stand-up comedian, and he – career, if you will, I think has really taken off. I mean, where was it headed before the pandemic? I mean, were you rocking and rolling? Were you starting to build a base? I was starting to, but it was it was a
3: slow build. Um, There's like a general timeline in comedy. There's more of a bell curve of it with stand-up comedy where you don't start getting your first paid hosting gigs until you've done about a year, and then you start featuring doing your 30-minute spots after five years. After three years, and then you don't start headlining until uh, seven years in. Wow. So I've only been doing it for just over three years. I had been a little bit ahead of the curve as far as featuring goes, uh, but I had just started to get into, at the beginning of this year, I had just started to get to the point where I was booked at least somewhere every weekend. Wow. Cool. Um, it was. Barely enough to to get by. I had to supplement with, like, Uber and Lyft and some other, like, uh, odd jobs here and there. Uh, but it was slowly but surely building, and then this happened, and uh, I haven't had the opportunity to start building my stand-up comedy again yet just because most places aren't open. But I'm sure I'll be able to parlay this into a much more successful career from
0: where I left off previously. Yeah, Ben Brainerd with us, uh, stand-up comedian, and and I to be honest with you, man, I'm not funny at all. Um, so I, and I also <laughs> don't understand the business is that great. But I, I this makes me curious. Okay, so as a very casual outsider, mm-hmm. you know, you, you stand-up comedy, you, yeah. you get it. It's on Friday nights or, or whatever at a place mm-hmm. at, at an establishment. I understand, but the way this is taken off, I mean, could are we seeing comedy? Are we seeing guys like you, people like you? being able to take off on Instagram, on TikTok, on other places. I mean, can can you make a living doing it on the social media?
3: Uh, Yes, actually, you can. I have. I've made a Patreon, uh, which is basically, if you don't know, it's like a social media platform where people can subscribe to your channel for a monthly fee that they decide. Um, And depending on how much they pay every month, I put out exclusive content that only they can get. Um, on Facebook and YouTube, you have the opportunity to monetize your videos with advertisements. Um, and then I also have an online store where I sell merch based off of some of the characters and some of the things that they say during the videos. So all of that put together, I've actually gotten to the point where I don't need to go look for another job after this.
0: That's very cool. Hey, well, pump it up, man. Where's the where's the online store where and in, uh, the merchandise and all that?
3: Yeah, uh, you can actually just go to benbrainerd.com slash Store, and it's spelled Ben Brain A R D.
2: Very good. Cool. It's good to know it's called Patreon. I used to call it Patron, and because I used to watch this wrestling <laughs> show that had Patron, but it's actually Patreon. So good to know from Ben. Thank you for clarifying that. Ben, the cool thing with stand up comedy, man, is that anybody can do it, right? Any shape, yeah. any size, any color. Anybody can get up there, um, say their piece, and be funny. Um,. To me, when I watch you do your thing, man, you remind me of a, a guy who I'm a really big fan of named Fred Armisen. You know who he is? I do. Yeah, Fred, he, yeah. Did,
3: he did the uh, the special uh, uh, comedy for
2: drummers. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, man. Like I, I kind of get the, the Fred Armisen vibes a little bit from you. But who are some of your comedy heroes? Like I get maybe you don't model yourself after these guys, but who are some of the guys you look up to?
3: Uh, I have a few. Definitely John Mulaney is the biggest one right now. Um, I, I think I model my stuff after him the most. I think some of that's on accident. <laughs> I think we just sound alike naturally. Yeah. Uh, but I love his stuff a lot. So I, I feel like I start leaning towards more more of his style. Cool. Um, but I also have uh, Mitch Hedberg is up there. <laughs> um Stephen Wright at the very beginning of my career. I was very one liney and very dry and Stephen Wright was really big was really big motivation for me. Um, and then I just I try to watch as much as possible. You know, there's there's a lot of guys that people don't know about, like James A. Castor, Daniel Sloth. They have specials on Netflix but nobody seems to really know about them and I, I love those
0: guys. That's pretty cool, Ben Brainerd, with us. Action Sports Shacks on ESPN six ninety uh, really as as kind of hit it big in the pandemic during this pandemic the last few months. How did the uh, uh, the videos do with with Minshew and and Duval? mentioned? <laughs> those are actually I think the the Louisiana
3: one where I mentioned Minshew that is my most popular video, um, and then the the Duval one is either second or third.
0: There we go. There we go. Not a bad drop. See, that's that's pretty good. Um, Very good. Now. okay, Last one for you. Then we'll let you run, man. Uh, Are can you keep this up with the states? I mean, is this material that will stick? Does it does it run out? Uh, How does that work in your business?
3: I think I can keep it going for a while. I'm not sure if I'll be able to keep it forever, but I can definitely keep it going uh, for a while. After coronavirus is gone, I plan on just doing like weekly news recaps because every state always has some sort of crazy <laughs> stuff happen every week, especially Florida. Uh, so if I can get like the craziest states to come together every week and just talk about the dumb things that they did that week, I think that could be a, a an easy stream of constant and original and just new stuff that keeps people laughing
0: timing is crazy isn't it i mean think about the pandemic it's actually helped you uh also the arrival of tiktok and the boom of tiktok has certainly helped i mean you're on all these different platforms is tiktok like the most popular
3: by far Uh, i mean tiktok i just looked i'm i just passed 650 thousand followers on tiktok and that's at first place across all the platforms number 2 is instagram at like 72,000 wow so there's like a 500,000 plus drop off between tiktok and any other platform
0: how about dude i'm signing up for tiktok right Get after it, man, yeah but
2: can i sign up because I I, I I can dance Brian, though bring your you first video dance. has to be
0: you doing the renegade i'm just saying
2: <laughs> dude i'm sorry i think we have something, we have something i don't even know where, if you know I what i just, I just, just said the but... jacksonville jaguars i just dance the whole time like garner <laughs> Minshew might have a good season this year i'm dancing the entire time that's perfect we got it i mean <laughs> well, listen for 650,000 followers, I'll do anything. That's what I'm talking about, man. That's cool. I'm Cam Soda as
0: well. it has got a Cam Soda account. It's <laughs> hey, got everything. Ben, Brandon, Red, thanks for taking some time out of Orlando. Look him up on all the different platforms, TikTok, Instagram, uh, Twitter, Facebook. Uh, good luck, man. Uh, um, that's cool, very cool stuff that you've been able to take off in the last few months. I appreciate it, guys. Thanks for having me on.
2: Thank you, man. Hey, so I, I got an idea, Brent. And, you know, we've been trying to find something that you can do because we've been kind of going back and forth. I climbed a mountain. You are jealous. You haven't climbed a mountain yet. I have finally found something for you to do that would be super impressive. It would be a challenge. And I think if you do it, you come out the other side, you'll be feeling great. Do I have to check with my bosses? No. Dude, you you do a five-minute stand-up comedy routine at an open mic night. I'd be awful. Exactly. So work at it and get good i'd rather do a tiktok no hit. man i'm telling you coos are you in for this do i have to do a stand-up no i'm saying brent does i mean i'll, I'll do no. it with you i'll try it too i, I don't want to do it either let's do it Just man. make a bunch of jags jokes you'll be a hit yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah plenty of material yeah plenty of material. i say you do it man
0: I, i'm more concerned Live. about tiktok right now okay coos can we make a can we make it big on tiktok i mean do we have to really look into this I mean, I guess uh, is someone else could do. It? Dude, <laughs> I'm telling wanna, you, Kuz doesn't want to suggest it because then he's like I'm the
1: thing I I'm got to do. If I'm the one do. that suggests it to anybody <laughs> other than you two, I have to do
0: the work. Dude,
2: I'm telling you, I think we have something here where Brent just gives like Jaguar stats and he breaks down the games, and I'll just dance in the background the whole time.
0: Just think how your dance, see your unveil your uniform yeah, unveil yeah. went very well. Yeah, how exactly. Would it come on TikTok. <sighs> it would have done well. It would have done
2: fantastic. Let's yeah. reboot it. Well, it's I'm all in depressed. the hashtags. All right.
0: uh, <laughs> I know. Now bummed. Some of your responses coming up about your uh, what you picked up on the pandemic, uh, I don't think it was as many followers as Ben Brainerd. <laughs> it's next on ESPN
1: 690. I think you've got to be flexible and, and adaptable, as I said before, and, and Josh has to be as well. He's got to know, and, and he will, he's got to know where his, where his options are and uh, how quickly he needs to go there. Uh, because there's there's meat on the bone, there's there's yards to be gained with those checkdowns. Uh, certainly you don't want to be, to his point, captain checkdown. I understand that. Uh, and so that's also where you can open up the defense a little bit with, with digs and with, with uh, smoke and, 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 and coal and whatnot. So, uh, you know, I think having different options at, at Josh's fingertips will be good uh, because sometimes that does open up the checkdown for you, uh, if you if you work in the perimeter.
0: Uh, just as well. So it's a good, I think the balance is, is important. Who's let us off the hook? Got any now, more brain busters? Now listen, I had that, I think, before he even said Diggs. Oh, I, but I did But Diggs too. then gave us probably too much info. Well, jo- I mean, Josh As soon as he said Josh, Josh, I'm thinking McDermott. Correct. Right? Um, yep. It's interesting he mentions Captain Checkdown. Yeah. Because isn't that Trent Edwards'? Yep. yep. People called him Captain Checkdown. He played for Buffalo.
2: Hey, listen, I like Charlie Woods a lot. Maybe it was an unfair kind of title, but yes, he called him Captain Checkdown.
0: I remember that. Like, it wasn't a story that you... Yeah? I what mean, a... he didn't love... It wasn't, like, compliment... It was a tough one to bring up. It's like, uh, he didn't necessarily embrace Captain Checkdown. It's like I game mean, manager. I mean,
2: well, would you? Oh, to I'm just saying, to, to, to like... me, Captain Checkdown's even worse. Because a like game manager, it's like okay, maybe you're smart. You don't turn the ball over. Captain checkdown is like you take the easiest thing over and over again. What an insult! What is Trent Edwards doing here? Let's Google him real quick. Good looking dude, Brent. I'll tell you what, man. <laughs> I mean, like, I, I, I mean, this wasn't me talking. This was like the entire locker room. I'm like, yeah, it's a good looking dude. Because he he, he he had that beaver hair. You remember, dude? He had that, that, that beaver hair. Yeah. Trent
0: Edwards, man. What's he doing? I don't know. You are not sure? What was the last year in the league? Would have been like
2: 13? A guy like Trent Edwards you think would stay in the league forever. I know. Um, last year would have been 2012 in Philadelphia. Wow. So, And he's, right, he's only what? Right after What's we'll he now, maybe 38? Uh, What's Wikipedia say?
0: We got 36. Oh, okay. Yeah. A, a guy like that you thought would... Stay around for a long time. I know. As a backup.
2: Well, I told you, man, we all had his back because of that one where it was like a third down and ten, and he took off and ran with it and then, like, got absolutely depleted got the first down. Ever since we saw that, uh, we roll with him. And then, unfortunately, like, the next game later, he got hurt again, so it was over. But, um, yeah, interesting cat. Uh
0: No doubt about it. All right. Uh, we have asked, what did you pick up in the pandemic? and I haven't really shared some of your responses, so let me get to that before I forget. <laughs> Marty Smith says, cooking, eating what I cook, zooming, walking, yard work, good. driveline baseball, uh, plus videos, a couple really good books, and watching my dog sleep way too much. <laughs> uh, that's a lot. Yeah. That's been a lot. Let's see if I can get down through uh, some of the the mud of Twitter. <laughs> There's some mud. Katie says, keto, 25 pounds since February. Congratulations. Dang, Katie. Awesome. Uh, wow. Ketogenic stuff works, I guess. Debbie, Debbie Camper, so drinking. <laughs> yep. Uh, First goes Bubbler. Says I've picked up more work. What does he do? Do you well, know? Wasn't very specific. Uh, it Could be a lot of things. Considering his bio under his Twitter says fifth place in fantasy football, I don't know what he does. It's not. It's not much to brag about, though, is it? Uh, Nate Stradamus says ten pounds. Nice. I wonder how many people like did you. I wonder the over uh, the Ooh. overall like gain or loss because again, if you're like you know, I added it up today. Yeah. Since the COVID nineteen hit, since the pandemic, I have walked over 750 miles according to my phone. <laughs> 750 what, what miles. What are you
2: averaging per day? What would that be?
0: I mean, we average, I would say between uh, eight and ten miles a day. Dang, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Like a lot of a lot of walks. Yeah. Now you can do a lot on walks. You can. Well,
2: well, let me ask you, yeah, what do you do on walks?
0: I don't know what to say to Steph anymore. I told you that like weeks yeah. ago. So yeah. can you can only imagine what now? You guys hold hands?
2: No. <laughs> I don't know. You yeah. guys been married for how long? I don't know if you guys hold hands. <laughs> I don't know. I'm much faster walker than Steph, so that would be problematic. <laughs> well, someone's a hall of famer and someone's not, so don't don't True. forget that either. But Here's the
1: opposite th- of that though, because Nicole used to walk golf like all the time. She is so much faster than I am. Really.
0: Oh, it's yeah. so frustrating. Steph looks at her phone, right? And she falls five steps behind. Yeah. Like, it's like slows her down. It's like she can't forget about driving and texting. She can't walk and text. Shots fired. She can't.
2: Like, uh, and I she don't... fall.
0: I'm like, come on, let's go.
2: Yeah.
1: See, I'm with, I'm with that. Like,
2: What's the rush? So like, do you guys just like look at, like, what do you, do you just look around? I mean, we about all the neighbors you know, and stuff. About all the kids' problems. Yeah.
0: <laughs> cool uh work a little bit play, she, she has no she didn't know she doesn't want to hear anything but at least i talk sure. and i can make pretend i'm talking to somebody yeah, about talk, the work through stuff. Yeah, talk through it yeah talk through um you know, uh, you guys once in a while we'll listen back to the show play music all the time sweet there the whole go. time but once in a while we even listen back to a show or nice. segment or something do a Ooh. little critiquing i gotcha uh yeah that's about it i cool. mean we really don't like I, I flat out told her yesterday because she wanted to get extra walking in because she couldn't walk at night. So yeah. usually it's might be an early, like kind of earlier morning, not early, early, but early and then mid afternoon before I come to radio and then maybe between the shows that I do for TV. Well, she couldn't do that one, so she, she was like, hey, we got to take another loop at least, like a small loop. We have a See? small loop and a big loop. And I said, that's fine, but I've used
2: everything I had to talk about. Like I <laughs> Brent, flat out said that to her. You, you might have something right there, man. Start interviewing Jaguars players on walks. Just go for a walk around your neighborhood and be I, like, hey, this is the Brent Martineau Walking Podcast. I, I
0: have been on a Zoom call with Marone around like draft time mm-hmm. on the walk, Listen okay. to the whole thing. That cool. killed an hour. Yeah. Of, of That was entertaining. Didn't have
2: to talk to Steph. D- did you ever see that giant hype trend that you used to have where people could actually, they get, they get paid to walk with people? Like, yeah, there's like an app. Because you heard this? So there's an app where you can hire somebody to come walk with you, just, you know, as a friend, but they walk <laughs> with you. Wasn't I'm there not a kidding. place
1: that just opened, like, you go to,
2: like, yeah, cuddle a real someone? And, and, yeah. Really? call things real, too. Yeah. And you make bank off it.
0: And I thought about doing it. I'm going to do it. Yeah. Or I'm going to ask Steph to do it. I don't know if I want to do it, but... It's essentially a cameo, up. but for walking. I know. <laughs> yeah. The cameos come back to life, hasn't
1: it? Well, now it's doing like – I saw you can do like – instead of just like a minute-long thing, you can actually sign up for like, like a 10-minute 10 10 chat.
0: I, I saw, like, Tracy Wilson pushed it out there today. She's like, hey, if uh, you're looking for something for Father's Day, check this out on Cameo. You know, like CBS sideline reporter Tracy Wilson? Yeah, yeah. I'm like, what are we doing here? Like, that sounds
1: so odd. To me, I looked at it, and I went, all right, what athletes are on there now? I'll go see if Nick will give me a
0: budget to get people to come on the show. <laughs> I know, you whole know, interview. you're right. <laughs> yeah, we don't even really have to enough. request a guest. We just yeah. pay for it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm, I'm looking great. at these walkers right now. That's a good idea, Coos. We're paying for an saying, interview like if, on Cameo. If Michael Jordan's on
1: there. Let's let's bring him on the show. That for 10 is a minutes. good
0: idea. By the way, Anthony says Call of Duty Warzone, baking. My man. Well, those yeah. are two different things. New love for computer science. Taking my CSK through 12 certification in August. Good luck. I think I don't know exactly what that means, but uh, do well. <laughs> yeah. I've picked up a lot of food and beer, says big cat. I like it. Um Is that all I have? Eh, it might be all uh well, I it's way down there. So I don't know if I have anything else right now, but so there you go. What have you picked up in the pandemic? Brent, what'd you pick up? Besides walking. <laughs> I'm not gonna I, read this one. I expected more of these kind of comments, but I'm not is gonna it, read this is one. it. Related? No. Okay.
2: I thought someone would throw one of those in there.
0: Uh,
2: what else did you do, Brent? I mean you got the stakes, you got the walking. No, seriously, I think I've read a little bit more. I'm not a book I'm not a I don't read a lot, but I've read
0: more. Like, I, I dove into a couple of books I haven't finished, uh, but also feel like I'm reading more articles mm-hmm. and uh, sit out by
2: the fire a lot more. Sure. I, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, it's not, it's not like it's 90 degrees outside I definitely drink
0: way more than I, I usually really? would drink. Yeah, like, not a, like... Just casual. Yeah, but, casual. like... Definitely more consumption than than in the past. Okay, I mean, we'll, um, which I'm concerned for people about
2: that one. Are we doing brewskis? Are We
0: doing mixed yeah. drinks? Cocktails? No, no, I'm not mixed drink. That's okay. too much work. I'm just. drinking. Oh, uh, yeah, hey, yeah, that's that's hard. Yeah, I'm not doing that. Okay, uh, but serious, I would say cooking in our house. Like, Steph and I don't cook. We don't cook. Mm-hmm. We are going out to eat, people, mm-hmm. and so we really just don't. But we cook a lot. Like, we have done more dishes in the last couple of months. So I think that would probably
2: take the cake. So here's the website. PeopleWalker.com, and you can actually hire people to walk with you. Now, I'm not sure if it's in Jacksonville yet, but it's a real thing. I'm going to look it up. Yeah, check it out, man. PeopleWalker.com. Yeah. We're we'll going to sponsor what, what, the show. What was I doing Uber for? I can just walk with people. <laughs> yes. I have to drive them around from the bars and everything. <laughs> Smell like cigarette smoke? I, here's, the, here's the
0: thing, though. If you're driving them around, yeah. you can let them off like you can drop them off <laughs> hey, if you're walking with can somebody run, what can do you run do friend <laughs> i run a 4-8 try to keep up good luck to you everybody yeah uh, that would be something if you just walked away from it for sure so uh anyway if you haven't picked up anything in the pandemic you have time it looks like unfortunately <laughs> yeah uh we started the show uh with, with a little football talk and dr uh, fauci uh, it kind of says, hey, football might need to be in a bubble. We'll see if that happens. Major League Baseball, there's nothing uh, super new on that front other than back and forth they go in the public eye uh, once again. NBA's been very quiet, mm-hmm. although I did just click on this. I, I saw this pass through. Here's the smart ring NBA players will wear. Oh, yeah, picture? Uh, and there is there is a picture of it. Man, that looks like something out of Terminator. So it is a ring. It's an actual ring. I thought it was a bracelet. <laughs> yeah. Whoa. So the the or oh, the Aura O U R A smart ring How? is capable of predicting COVID nineteen symptoms up to three days in advance with ninety percent accuracy. The ring can measure body temperature, respiratory functions, and heart rate. Can you just buy it, or does it just special to the NBA? <sighs> See, I'm no, confused. It looks like so, online,
2: like three hundred bucks. Three hundred bucks. Oh, hey. Brent, Brent's taking five of them. Um, get me, get me up? in that stock. Get him in the stock. Who, who makes it? I'll get you. In Aura. O U
0: R A. Is it isn't oh, publicly yeah. traded. Are, right? yeah. Are we allowed to give stock tips here on the show? Just did. <laughs> we're getting shut know. down by FCC. <laughs> I don't know um, either. I know. I mean, I we would... are not licensed to do so. No, people. no, no,
2: no, no, no. But if you want to you you know, the, what a... comment <laughs> below,
0: when, this was for entertainment purposes only. We are, not... <laughs> we are going to see
2: how this I'm buying in right now, but with fake Monopoly money. Listen, and I don't want to be that guy because this is way out of my pay grade here and, and way out of my intelligence grade, but why wouldn't you make the bracelet instead of the ring? I feel like playing with a ring in basketball is a lot harder to play with in a bracelet. I, I, yes. I,
0: would, I would imagine they'll take it off for the game, well,
1: but even probably. for
2: practice, though. You know well, what I'm i would saying?
1: say with the with the bracelet, there's more chance for things to get stuck, right? Yeah, that's what I'm... I, feel, I, I thought I with the ring, the, it's
2: more open.
1: Oh. I, oh, the dribbling. Would,
2: yeah, that's what I'm getting at, dribbling. Well, we've had a lot of ring conversation this week here Man, on the show. Man, you tell him, it's making me nauseous. I don't know what you're going to talk about me. tomorrow. Well, here's the thing, Brett, you're going to be gone for the next, ah, a while, let's just say. Yeah. Hair's looking... I can't wait to see your hair when you come back. That's what I'm <laughs> most excited about. Yeah, me too. Yeah. This is
0: where, by the way, the whole wrestling into the radio show skit happens yeah. you're taking over the show for yeah. the next few days yeah who knows what it's going to look like when i get back oh man like in a couple
2: oh, weeks. Man. i mean you give me the keys of the car the car may be gone let's just say that we're
0: gonna do a little bit of a best of next uh, wednesday thursday friday some of the interviews we have kind of like a jags 2020 show lined up mm-hmm. um austin's got it the next few days and then <laughs> yeah. we'll even go to the national guys uh, during the fourth of july week and uh so we'll be a little bit in and out for the, for the next couple of weeks but you can't be in and out. you got to stay on. Action shacks on ESPN with, 690.
2: Let's get weird together, and hopefully we will not get <laughs> shut down. I no no promises, I'll be honest with you. And
0: make sure you watch CBS 47 and Fox 30 as well. Happy Father's Day early. Oh, yeah, happy Father's Day, yeah. man. Thanks. Maybe I'll have like, my dad calling tomorrow. We'll does, see. Doesn't uh, Kuz look like Shaggy from Scooby-Doo? <laughs> he does! <laughs> yeah, let's go get that hat on,
2: huh? <laughs> Woo.
0: Hey,
1: wait, Well, you wouldn't know this, but when you wear a hat for a while, your hair starts to hurt.
2: Hey, I'll tell you now, Brent Marno's doing five minutes of stand-up comedy at, at some open mic, because he's a funny guy. Don't let him tell you yeah, that Yeah, I'm hilarious. That's uh, your challenge. We'll We're see you back
0: that. here tomorrow. At least one of us will. On uh, Action Sports acts on ESPN 690. Have a good night, everybody. Thanks for hanging.